The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw. And today I want to talk about a topic that has been really kind of near and dear to my heart in the last couple, well, the last, yeah, two years since I've moved now, almost two years, a year and a half since I've moved cross country and been in a position where I moved to a place where I didn't know anyone except for my real estate broker, true story, and have had to create an entirely new community for myself. And it has actually been a pretty amazing and miraculous experience. And, you know, yours truly is someone who identifies as pretty introverted, maybe even up until recently a little bit socially awkward. And so... It's really truly been a revelation for me to learn some of the things, or let me just say discover some of the things that I'm going to share with you today around finding your peeps and finding your soul tribe and really attracting the people into your life that make your soul sing. Because that is happening to me more and more and more over the past year. And it is just such an honor and such a joy to be having this experience. And I want this for you too. Now, some of you, you know, may not identify as highly introverted or uh, socially awkward, but that is okay. That is okay because I think we can all use a little bit of, you know, extra tweaking around the finding the people in your life that really, really, really feed your soul. And, you know, a lot of our conditioning in life tells us to seek out people for reasons, right, that don't always serve our highest good. And look, friends, there's nothing completely wrong with that because, again, every experience in life serves, every relationship, we learn from the whole gamut of experiences that we are so blessed and lucky to have while we're having this this human experience. But I also have just noticed how much my life is enhanced by spending more and more and more time with my soul peeps. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, and I'm going to tell you what's been working for me. So the first question I have, and and this one, just so y'all know, this one came through in blog form. So be on the lookout for the blog somewhere too. So I'm actually not completely, you know, winging it. I actually have some notes today. So yeah, a different approach. Bear with me on that. But the first kind of thing that came through is who are our soul peeps? Like, what does that even mean? Right? Because a lot of times, again, the mind comes in and says like, you know, well, my soul peeps have to be very spiritual people or my soul peeps, you know, they have to share my my political affiliations or blah, 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 blah. <sighs> those people may or may not be your soul peeps, but those kind of criteria have really nothing to do with anything. 
And the way that I define soul tribes, soul people, the the relationships that are really going to light you up are the people, I wrote down here, the people who really light you up. So there you go. And also the people that make you feel good, or let me say, help you feel good about being you, right? They're the people that really see you for who you really are and revel in that. They revel in that. And when they do that, you feel amazing too. And hopefully too, they're people that you appreciate in the very same manner, right? So that you appreciate their you-iness, their authenticity, just as much as they appreciate yours. And that to me is the basis of a true soulful relationship. And those are the kind for me that feel really good. Another more basic criteria that I've been using when I meet new people and hang out with new people, which is something that I'm doing now on a regular basis, right? As I'm living here and I'm you know, still very much in the process of making new friends is that you know I, I really have two criteria when I spend time with a new person. My first criteria is, am I having fun? Do I enjoy them? Do I feel good when I'm around them? And if the answer is yes, duh, (laughs) I would definitely want to see them again. And the second criteria, and I think this one is important too, is do I feel good afterwards? Because sometimes we can kind of think we're having fun, right? Or be having fun in the moment. And then afterwards we come home and our energy is tanked. And look, sometimes, you know, if I get into a little bit of insecurity, because, you know, that's still a thing every now and again, that can tank my energy too. So, you know, I'm mindful with that. But what I really mean is if you're spending time with someone and afterwards you just feel like sapped or not good, then, you know, it may not have been a good fit. It may not have been a good fit. And look, when I talk about soul peeps and soul tribe, of course, do not be a perfectionist. Every moment of every interaction with every human being will probably not be from a purely soulful and aligned place because we're all human. You're human, they're human, and we're all having this human experience, which often involves a certain, you know, percent of, you know, humanness, right? So so we might be insecure sometimes, or we might, you know, get our hackles up about something. So, you know, a soulful relationship is, you know, it's more about the balance. It's more about the balance. But if someone doesn't make you feel good about you most of the time in a relationship, right, then you may want to look at that. And as we're going to talk about too, you might want to look inside too, because obviously if everyone you attract makes you feel, you know, you you feel terrible about yourself in every relationship, then you want to you wanna be looking inside too and make sure that you are giving yourself a lot of love, a lot of encouragement, and, you know, doing that work to heal, soothe, and love the parts of yourself that don't feel like they're worthy of a loving, kind relationship. Because that is one of the things that stops us from being able to receive. But anyhow, I'm getting ahead of myself. And today I have bullet points. So, you know, (laughs) I'm going to do what I can to follow them. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. All right, so starting with my four main steps to attract your soul tribe. And by the way, I'm talking about friends here, but this applies to romantic relationships too. 
And everything that we can say about our friend relationships also applies to romantic relationships. So you are very more than welcome to substitute in, you know, soulmate. And you know how I feel about soulmates. I think we have lots of soulmates. I don't think there's just one person out there for you. But, you know, your romantic relationships too. So the first thing that I think is critically important for attracting your soul tribe, right? Those soulful relationships is to be yourself, right? Because the more we show up authentically as who we really are and revel in the amazingness and our own uniqueness, right? The more we're going to attract people that vibe with that. And the more we worry about, you know, what the other people think, the less we are being ourselves. And, you know, Again, one of the problems with having this in a particular order, right, is that I know that I say that again later on, but it's all good. So so being yourself is a really powerful, potent, and important magnet to drawing the people into your life that are going to celebrate you, right? The more you show up as yourself, the more you're going to attract in the people that are going to be attracted to that. So often we're taught that, you know, we need to be something we're not to have people like us. But that to me is the saddest, saddest, saddest lie that, you know, many of us have been told. It's really true because, I mean, that it's a lie, not that it's true. (laughs) Because really what we all really crave is to be seen and loved as we are. And, And we should be because we're all amazing, unique, and wonderful. And the only people in the world that really matter are the ones that love us and enjoy us and support us. Nobody else is our people anyway. So why? on earth would we spend time worrying about those? Now, of course, you know, I always say if every single person that you come across with says, you know, oh my God, you're such a jerk, you may want to look at that, you know, because either you're attracting the wrong people or maybe you're behaving in a way that's off-putting and, you know, be kind, be kind. And um, But even if you have trouble sometimes being kind, you know, the rest of the things on this list will help you with that. And by the way, your true self is kind. If you are really aligned with who you really are, then you're only going to want to be kind, loving, and, you know, authentically caring towards others because that's who and what we really are, right? And so the more we honor ourselves and allow ourselves to be ourselves, oftentimes kindness kind of flows from there, okay? But anyhow, the second thing that really helps you find your soul tribe, and it's worked beautifully for me, is to follow your joy right? I followed my joy, my love of the sun, my love of the beach, all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast. That was a very, very, very long journey, right? But I followed it, just like I follow my joy in doing this podcast and so many other things in my life and some of the activities and things where I was drawn to, where I've met people. It's all about following my joy. And following your joy does a couple of things. Numero uno, When we are joyful, when we are happy, when we are living our best life, right? We naturally attract in the things that resonate with that. Simple law of attraction. When you are in joy, you attract in more joy. And so that your relationships also will resonate with your joyous nature. It's the truth. And you will bring out the joyousness in others as well, which is always a fun bonus, right? And then they'll want to come and have a joy party with you, which is, you know, kind of the best way ever to be. Also, following your joy is another variety of authenticity, right? Because what brings you joy is unique to you. And so it's another way of aligning with our soul and expressing, experiencing, and living our own beautiful uniqueness and our own, you know, 
inner divinity and also just having a rock star time doing it. Because usually when there's any sort of how-to in personal development, it always is pointing towards how can I have more joy? That's what we all want. So starting there is often an amazing way to uh, get there even more. Does that make sense? The fourth step to attracting your soul tribe is to love yourself, right? And you've heard this before, and I'm going to say it again. The more we love the heck out of ourselves, right? The more we can really bathe in the glow of our own self-love, even just for a moment, the more we attract in the things in our lives that we most desire and deserve, right? Because I often think that part of this journey here on earth, if not the whole thing, is to come back to love, to love ourselves, right? And to return to that state of loving ourselves unconditionally from which we have come, right? Because we have come from the state of unconditional love. We are love itself. This is a true, true thing. And so the more that you can love yourself, the more you're going to attract in the people that love you just as much as you love you. Now, don't worry, friends, and I've said this before, if you are not at a place right now where you love yourself wholly and completely in all aspects, it does not mean that you cannot find your soul tribe. Start with where you do feel lovable. And remember, we are all a mixed bag of all sorts of things, right? So you're sending out mixed messages, mixed vibrations all the time. Start tuning into the ones that feel good, the people that make you feel loved because those are the little bits of yourself, the little self-love signals that you're pinging out to the world. And if you focus on those people, then that signal will bounce back off of them, back onto you. And that self, you know, love will just grow and grow and grow. So focus on where it's happening for you now more than worrying about where it's not. Okay? Focus on where it's happening for you now. Focus on what you can love about yourself. Focus on the people that do love you for you. Or even the time that people are loving you for you, even if other times that very same person is not showing that, right? But focus on that validation that you are lovable because it's there. It's always there, both externally and internally. And the more we feed that the more it grows. And the more we love, honor, and value ourselves, the more we can attract in people that do the same. And when we find ourselves not so much in that space and we find others so not in that space, that's when we can use number four about how to attract. And that is to be very present and use discernment. To be present with ourselves, with others, and to use discernment if someone else is not making you feel good. It doesn't mean they're bad or wrong. It means that something's off in the balance of that relationship. And it could be you. It could be, you know, sometimes I get insecure and, you know, it triggers. And it doesn't matter what the other person does, right? You're having the whole relationship in your head, right? So those are the times to sit with yourself, to love yourself, to become super present, you know, when those opportunities arise. And, you know, sit with yourself and soothe yourself and say, I know you feel this way, honey. And we don't really know what's going on in the outside world right now, but let's look inside and I love you. Alternatively, sometimes people are not treating us with love, kindness, and respect. And again, being present Tuning in and using our discernment can sometimes give us the 411 that we need to, you know, respond differently to a relationship or sometimes, you know, that person or that situation is just not the right fit. It's not the right fit. 
So we want to be really present with ourselves and with our experiences so that we can really, really discern, you know, who are our peeps and who aren't. And when is someone behaving like a soul friend and when is someone maybe a little bit more an ego, a little bit more out of alignment? Does that make sense? All right. So this brings us to, and we already kind of talked about it, but what gets in the way of finding your soul tribe, of finding your soulful peeps? And I could say too, because we could just expand this topic, you know, living and experiencing soulful relationships, one in which both parties, you know, are relating more and more on that soul, that loving, that, you know, aligned level and less from ego. Because that's what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about having truly aligned relationships where we really honor and love each other unconditionally. And it's less about, you know, the noise and the junk in our heads. So the first thing that gets in the way of attracting and vibing with our soul tribe is living in ego, right? The more we live from that conditioned self, the more we're going to attract that in. And look, everybody lives in ego to some extent. It's just life, you know, we are all human. So it's about allowing that to be where it is and to be very, very kind to yourself, but also to know and to agree, to disagree with all that conditioning. Some of the facets of ego that I think in particular get in the way of our relationships and especially, you know, our ability to attract in those beautiful soulful connections. The first one is worrying about what other people think, right? When we are thinking about them, And what somebody else thinks about us, we are limiting ourselves. When we are worrying about what other people think about us, it takes us right out of our authentic self and right into people pleasing or trying to be who people think we should be or getting mad at the other person because we don't like what we think that they think. And none of that has anything to do with you. And I know I have talked about this many times before, but I think I just did an episode on this. What other people think of you is honest to God, none of your business. It's just none of your business. And the more we are trying to solve the problem, the perceived problem of who we think we are by jumping into someone's head and then fixing it there, right? (laughs) The more frustrated we're going to get because you can't change someone else's mind. That's their job. And you don't have to. You actually don't have to ever change anyone else's mind about you. The only person that you really need to make sure is clear on who you are and loves you, the pants off of you just as you are, is you. And everyone else, they'll take care of themselves. It's true. Another variation of this theme is trying to be someone you're not, right? And so many of us are taught to do this, right? In order to be likable, I have to be smart. I have to be pretty. I have to wear high heels. I have to have a great job and make a lot of money. I have to say witty things. I have to, I don't even know. And I've worked with so many teenagers especially, but this is true all through the spectrum. So many of us have learned that in order to be lovable, to be likable, to have friends, we have to be something that we're not, or we have to hide parts of ourselves, right, that aren't deemed lovable or acceptable. And this makes me so sad. This makes me so sad for you. And you know what? It even makes me a little sad for me. So I'm going to take a minute now and love those little parts of myself that don't feel so lovable right now. Just gave them a kiss, right? Because honest to God, trying to be someone you're not is a recipe for failure. 
It's not possible. It's not possible. And the more we do it, the more we cut ourselves off from who we really are and the beauty of who we really are and the part that's going to attract in your soul tribe, which is the whole point of this episode, right? And the part that's going to bring all the people into your life that are going to remind you of how beautiful, lovable, and wonderful you are and also bring you joy and, you know, just amazing peeps. And I got to tell you, having those people in my life, absolute game changer on every level, on every level. And I know some of you have them too. So this is just about, you know, doubling down and getting even more, right? Even more in that flow of those beautiful, soulful connections. The last one that comes through and another variation of living in ego, um, or maybe another side effect of living in ego is not appreciating the other person for who they really are, right? Because so often we are taught to almost like, I don't think this is a word, but commoditize people. Maybe that is a word. Sounds wordy to me. We're taught to look for these superficial things about other people that make us feel good about us, right? Like, oh my God, my boyfriend's so handsome. I, you know, I walk in a room and everyone's like, oh my God, he's so hot. You know, she's like amazing that she's going out with him. Or, you know, my friends are all so rich and, you know, that makes me so cool. Or they're cool or they're not cool. You know, maybe they're like the nerdiest people and that, you know, but none of these things, again, you know, I love nerdy. But none of these things, again, have anything to do with who people really are. So it's not about loving what people do for us or even even really how they make us feel unless, of course, they make you feel loved and seen for who you are. Then go with that. It's not about what other people can do for us. It's about loving each other for who we really are. And, you know, if you don't, if you have people in your life and you don't see the light in them or you don't vibe with them or they're living so much in ego that you can't find the light in them, you don't have to judge them. You don't have to blame them and you don't, it's not even about them, right? It's just about the alignment between the two of you. Because relationships are really about that alignment. And a soulful relationship is not about finding someone who's better than somebody else but rather finding who's better for you, right? And that, by the way, is a moving target. So there's no objective value in another human being. You don't have to assign value. You don't have to feel bad if someone is just not vibing with you, is not aligning with you, is not who you want to spend time with, does not make you feel good, and vice versa, right? All you have to do is recognize who makes you feel good you know, and who you feel like sees you as you are and who you love as they are, those are your soul peeps. And you don't have to love everything about anyone, another person either, right? It's just the overall vibe of, hey, right now, we really make each other's souls sing. So once you get in the groove, you find that the coolest people flock into your life. And you find just, you know, amazing connections, amazing amazing connections with amazing people all the time. Sometimes they're very brief and fleeting and sometimes they're really, really, they last for a long time. And I think it's important too not to get super attached because our soul tribe can change. You know, the only constant in this world is change and you are a moving target. Life is a moving target. We are all growing and changing and expanding all the time and that is exactly as it should be. So recognize too that you don't have to cling on to any particular person to have your social needs and your soulful needs met, right? Because we're always, always, always changing. And we're also 
always seeking different experiences. We have different needs at different times, right? And that's why we have a variety oftentimes in our soul tribe, right? We don't have 10 people that are all the same, which would be impossible because we are all inescapably unique, but right? We have lots of different people and lots of different people that bring out lots of different, you know, facets of us. And, you know, we'll often attract in exactly what we need in the now. And when we trust that, then we don't need to cling to any one person. We don't have to cling to any one experience. We can recognize that, you know, all the people in our lives are like beautiful vehicles or vessels for reflecting back our own inner magnificence. And they're all going to reflect back different pieces at different times in different ways. And they're all going to light us up in different ways, depending on what we need in the now and vice versa too. Because, you know, this isn't a one-way street. You know, we are attracted to the people in the moment of time where we can support them and they can support us or we can have fun with them and they can have fun with us or they can support us and we can have fun with them or whatever we both need because there's always that perfect synchronicity. And if we open ourselves up to it on the highest level, then we're going to have the most satisfying and joyous relationships. But we don't need to cling. We don't need to cling because we trust that. We're always going to have exactly what we need because the universe, the infinite universe is always here to provide. It's always here to provide. So our soulful tribe can be brief encounters or they can be lifelong relationships. And we don't have to figure out which is which. We don't have to worry about that so much. We just have to know that we're lovable. We just have to follow our joy. We just have to be who we are. And we just have to know that the people in this world will always support us and we will always attract in the people that we want, need, desire in a beautiful, beautiful, ever-flowing stream of wonderfulness. Alrighty then, well, I think that that is all that wanted to come through today. I hope, as always, that you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it and recording it. If you are looking for your soul tribe, I want to invite you to join us over in... Now you have two options, either the Intuitive Connection Community over on Facebook or my newest offering, which is the Intuitive Connection Premier Community, uh, which is a membership community where you get to experience bi-monthly meetings with live readings, live teachings, and lots of opportunities for connection with other amazing like-minded souls. So if either of those opportunities speak to you, check them out. Both will be uh, linked in the show notes, and you can find out all the information about all the cool things that I have going on over at victoriashawintuitive.com. So I hope to play with you in one of those other forms, but as always, I'm just so happy to have you all tuning in. So thank you so much for your attention and time and enjoy the rest of your day. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste.
We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tollison. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. 